Uh, good Monday morning. It is September, mm, I think the 14th, Monday. And I did say last week I was going to go over the books we've read. Um, I may have my children join me if they wake up while I'm doing this because, you know, it's homeschool. We like to sleep in. Although I was up at 7 because I had to go pick up those curbside groceries at the store so I didn't have to go in anywhere because I was not feeling great yesterday and didn't want to go in and spread my germs anywhere. But uh, I'm currently reading They Call Themselves the KKK. And it's by Susan Campbell Bartoletti. I don't know if I'm saying that last name right. But I actually, I got this recommended to me by, I always have the kids call her Miss Melissa. But she works at the library and I met her a few years ago. I actually was telling her all about this Harry Potter thing the geek girls were putting on. And... Then she knows some of the girls that I met at the Geek Girls. She actually, I, th- I don't, she's younger. She's like in her 20s, I want to say. She actually knows one of the nurses I work with. So it's funny what a small world it is. And every time I go in there, she has the most awesome picks at our local library for my kids and for myself. And so these are one of the few books she had given me, you know, within the last month. And they call themselves the KKK is all about the birth of an American terrorist group. And I'm telling you, uh, it's fucking depressing. Like, I maybe get through a chapter sometimes a day, just one, and I'm, like, raging mad, or I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how do they not see the hypocrisy? And I, it's just comical that I get that enraged reading it, and then I sometimes can't read it for a few days, and then I think, you know, this is history, and it's obviously not going to be pretty, and people live through these terrible things. The least I can do is read about it and be educated so I don't sound so stupid like so many people do when they talk about this stuff. So that's what I'm currently reading. Um, I had got my kids, and believe me, I'm like not even a third of the way through this book, and I've had it for like a month because it is this difficult subject matter. The children, I got two books for them for like a, you know, yay, starting off our homeschool year. And they had this really cute date night book idea at Barnes & Noble. And I had told my husband, you know, don't let me buy books because it's like a joke with homeschoolers. You know, we just, our house is like mini, they're all like mini libraries, you know. And I actually got rid of, I don't know how many, but I got rid of maybe 50 or so books. Like I donated them to our local library a while back because I was trying to make room for new ones. (laughs) But uh, they had this book date night, blind date night or something at the store and they had all these books wrapped in this really just plain brown like butcher paper or whatever and tied with like string and on the outside of the book it would have like a little description like you know young adult fiction uh dewey decimal system you know or what just little different things and you're trying to figure out what book it could be and so you buy it without knowing what book it is and so i picked out one for max one for evan Mm -hmm. and the one i picked out let me get him here for max that he is called Dewey the Library Cat, and it's a true story by Vicki Myron and Brett Witter. And it starts off with somebody dropping a little kitty cat inside the library drop box and has a little frostbitten paws, and it's like a little baby, like, I don't know, maybe eight-week-old kitten. And that's how it starts off. And they have this cat, you know, in the library, and that finds the cat wants to keep it as a library cat. 
And it's kind of cute because, you know, you're learning all sorts of things. Like, you know, they have to make sure that people will agree because, you know, they operate in a town of like 10,000 people. And it was funny because there's somebody that was saying, my kid's allergic to cats and I can't come in. And they checked her like status and she didn't even have a library card and never had been in there. So it was kind of funny. The kids were, I said, oh yeah, there's always going to be somebody with an opinion. And I could see that. You could totally see somebody. I don't think they should have one. Have you ever been to the library in the past 10 years? No. Well then shut up. You know, but it's just, so anyways, it's just gonna, we're not too far into that because we just started it last week and we read like a chapter a day usually. Uh, Evan, his book is The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise. And this is kind of cool. I like this book. Um, It's about this girl coyote and her dad rodeo little hippies traveling by school bus and we're not too far into it like i'll literally read the back book jacket of this one but it says uh five years that's how long coyote and her dad rodeo have lived on the road in an old school bus crisscrossing the nation it's also how long ago coyote lost her mom and two sisters in a car crash coyote hasn't been home in all that time but when she learns that the park in her old neighborhood is being demolished, the very same park where she, her mom, and her sisters buried a treasure memory box, she devises an elaborate plan to get her dad to drive 3,600 miles back to Washington State without him realizing it. Along the way, they'll pick up strange crew of misfit travelers. Lester has a lady love to meet. Salvador and his mom are looking to start over. Val needs a safe place to be herself. And then there's Gladys. Over the course of thousands of miles, Coyote will learn that going home can sometimes be the hardest journey of all, but that with friends by her side, she might be able to return her once upon a time into a happily ever after. I'm getting all teary-eyed reading it, but I guess it's probably going to be a tearjerker, and it may be that way because I'm menopausal. I don't know. But, you know, we again, we've only got like a couple chapters into these, and it was funny because Mark and I have talked about, you know, they do this. You see YouTube videos on it. We we're like getting a school bus and like renovating it. And doing like a cross-country trip, you know, because we, we have jobs that we can do those contract jobs, work three months, you know, in Florida as a nurse while Mark's visiting his friend in Florida. And then we go to another state, you know, when we go to California, Mark works as, you know, does physical therapy out there for three months while I'm home with the kids in California. And then we go to Oregon and then we go, you know, just kind of crisscross everywhere across the U.S. for a year. And we talked about doing it. It's something we'd like to do. Clearly, it's something we have to plan to do. Like, not right now. Maybe more when the kids are, like, maybe, like, 12, 15, or, you know, Max and Evan, respectively, the ages 12 to 15. You know, Max could be 12. Evan would be, like, 15. You know, so that's, like, four years away from now. But it's something we'd like to do. So I was telling Evan that. And at first, he was like, oh, my God, what? And I was like, well, we'll have to watch some YouTube videos and... It doesn't have to be that way, but it just kind of seems like that'd be a cool thing to do, all the freedom you'd have. So I think this is going to be probably, out of the two books, I think I'm going to like The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise a little more than Dewey the Library Cat. But the important thing is Max likes Dewey the Library Cat. So that's going to be a cute story. And like I said, we were only a few chapters in. And funny enough, the uh, Coyote Sunrise book, she gets a cat. Like the very first chapter, she's just walking into a, you know gas station and when she comes out while her dad's pumping gas in the bus she sees these two boys getting rid of kitties and she takes one and tries to hide it on the bus so her dad won't know about it so it's funny that both books start out with somebody getting a kitty cat so those are currently the books that we're reading right now for our homeschool and the one that i'm reading they call themselves the kkk what i do with that book is like i'll read it a chapter and then like I'll you know find a paragraph that really rings out to me and then I discuss it with the boys 
you know, I'm not reading that one cover to cover with them. That's more of like a my read one. But I do say, oh, you know, they had something called the Black Codes, you know, way back when. And we start talking about that. And it's kind of like that also adds to history for the kids homeschooling. So that's currently what we're reading this week. Um, Like I said, the kids didn't wake up. So I guess we'll see. Maybe by next week we'll kind of come back around to where we're at in the books and how they are and try not to give spoilers because I think one of the homeschool moms was telling me she wanted to read The Remarkable Journey of Coyote Sunrise. So I'll try not to give too many spoilerish things, but I'm terrible at that. I'll try to warn you if I do. So hopefully everybody has a good day and you pick up a book, read something. I read every single day. I guess I don't know how somebody says they don't have time to read every day because I mean, I, I'm pretty sure most of you are all flipping through social media while you're in the bathroom. So I, I guess I just, you know, read in the bathroom then. I don't know. Um, I, I do. We read daily here. We do read alouds. These books that I'm doing are read alouds where I read out loud or Evan will take a turn and read a chapter out loud. Um, this is, you know, banned book week is every September. So I know once we finish these books, we're going to have a week where we get some banned books that, you know, we're banned for whatever reason. That's like my favorite, favorite, favorite part of September is banned book week because my kids have read many banned book weeks, like, you know, Fahrenheit 451. We read it a couple years ago and I got it again, like a short and abridged version to read again. Um, great book. You should totally read it. I have Animal Farm here. It's been a banned book. I'm Harry Potter has been banned in some areas, which I think, I think some of them are super comical. And then usually like, and I always post something on social media about like why they banned different books. We read Lord of the Flies a couple years ago. And again, I always say my children think that that was a how-to manual, but they like that too. Um, the Hate You Give we read last September, which was a banned book. And my kids loved it. That was actually one of their favorite books. And the same author, Angie Thomas, did on the come up. And they really, really liked both of those books last year. Those, again, were Miss Melissa's picks at the library. So thank you to her. And my kids really loved the books last year. Um, So pick up a book. Read something good. Let me know what you're reading. Have a good day.